It's time to start your life the way it is meant to be. There's only one time when it will be too late, and you don't want to wait for that. This is Now or Never. The choice is yours. Your host is Karen Wright. Today, you're about to meet some amazing people. The stories are not always happy ones, but they define a healing process. Listen with an open mind and an open heart. Now, here is Karen Wright. Listeners, it is April 20th. Oh my gosh. And it's 2022. We've got some twos going today, which is actually, the angels are with us. And of course, because I have my soul sister, my guest today, Tara Jarvis is my guest today. And she's my soul sister. Crowd is going well. How are you, babe? I'm good. I'm really good. (laughs) Glad to be here. It's great to see you. And it's good. and connecting again, huh? Mm-hmm. It's been crazy. Today's show is called Reinvent Your Life. What happens when life changes and you have to pivot? Well, we've experienced a lot of that in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. When you're in your second act or your third one, how do you make the transition to reinvent your life? Today, we can help. My guest, Tara Jarvis, is a life reinvention mentor. She shares from her own journey of reinventing herself when her husband died, but also from her experiences coaching and mentoring others through new seasons in life and in careers. Change might be hard sometimes, but it isn't always bad. So, Tira, thank you. Thank you for being here with us today. The crowd's going wild. She's like, Karen, I don't know what to say with you. What's <laughs> going on today? <laughs> Thank goodness it's not Monday, huh? You'd no. be like going, okay, I'm done. We are done with this. <laughs> Listeners, as we begin the show, I always just love to take a minute to get grounded, to be present, to be in the now. So I invite you to close your eyes and take a deep breath in through your nose, allowing that breath to go all the way to your lower abdominals and then blowing out through your mouth. Another deep breath in. And releasing. bring your arms your hands up over your shoulders like you're giving yourself a big hug in fact give yourself a squeeze and as you do so take another deep breath in and releasing and repeat this affirmation i am worthy of my love Repeat this three times, either out loud or to yourself. I am worthy of my love. I am worthy of my love. I am worthy of my love. Take another deep breath in. And release. And then taking your finger, tapping three times, on your chest, repeating the word, accept, accept, accept. One more deep breath in. 
releasing. Listeners, as you open your eyes, I hope that you take the time right now, focus in where you're at, what you just felt, the grounding sensation, the peacefulness that came around you, a matter of a minute or less. So thank you for doing that with us and for choosing now, being here on the show today. Okay, get out your pins, your pads, your sticky notes. We are doing our affirmation cards. And as you guys know, I love affirmations. They're on written all over my mirrors, my closets. I have doors, closet doors I can write on and then erase them off. And to me, the words that we speak to ourselves are so valuable, so powerful. If they can even either lift you up or they can be your worst nightmare and they can make you feel terrible. And that's not what this is about. Affirmations that we share today are to help inspire you, to lift you up. And we're going to have a little bit of insight. As you know, I shuffle up the decks and I told my guests, it's like I never look at what the cards are um, because I want to be surprised too. And it's crazy how the universe puts in exactly what we need to know um, during the shows. So the first card that popped out today was I choose happiness. I choose happiness. So Tara, when I say that I choose happiness, what did, what do you think when I said that? Uh, I believe that um, choice is something that we always hold. We always have, we, it might not feel that way. The circumstances might not allow us to see it. Um, our energy might not allow us to see that we actually do have more choice in the matter. And so choosing choices like intentionally is important. And then recognizing that happiness could be what you're choosing to move towards. Right. I I was just Mm -hmm. thinking a little bit, we'll talk more about it, but when we're, when, when I was younger, I can't speak for everybody else. When I was younger, tended to take everything way too seriously I wasn't looking for, um, there were other drivers. So I wasn't always looking for joy or peace or happiness in the stage of life that I'm in right now. I see that those are things, no matter what age you are, you can always be on a quest to make sure that some part of your life includes something that brings you happiness and joy and, you know, pleasure, um, you know, and, and that, so it's in it for me, it's really more choosing your choices and being responsible for the choice that you make. I appreciate that. I choose happiness. Listeners, write that down and then contemplate. Sometimes in the midst of life, we might not be happy, but what Tara just says, like you can move forward to that happiness, mm-hmm. to it. You can move towards it. And I love that. So thanks for pointing that out. Oh. I think the thing that's, in, I mean, and I think hopefully we learned some special individual messages around the COVID period Mm -hmm. because our life got altered. And maybe the things that we used to see as sources of happiness were outside of our control, but it forced us to look what could really bring you happiness. Well, maybe it would be just sitting on your deck or going for a walk and noticing a flower. It didn't have to be some of the things that we've been conditioned to think happiness was a source of spending money, spending time doing stuff. 
happiness can actually be just establishing a relationship with yourself, whether it's meditation or affirmations or journaling or reading or binge watching on television. It's just something that actually brings you a connection to yourself and that you actually can feel happy, happy. And the only way that that really works, if you listen to yourself and not allow yourself to feel guilty about it, if you want to choose to watch a whole season of, you know, Outlander or Yellowstone or whatever it is, own that you're going to do that and be present with it and celebrate it and be happy about it. Don't sit in it and beat yourself up because you should be doing a million other things. So I just think that we had an opportunity to see from experience through our own individual experience of COVID, what some sources of happiness might be. And I think in most cases, it was about doing less, spending less, um, and just connecting. I love that. And that's so true. And I appreciate you bringing that um, forefront for people to remember. It was, it's simplifying. I believe like we simplified our lives mm-hmm. because the world shut down mm-hmm. and it was, it was beautiful. So the second affirmation, we got two of them people. Here's our second one. I am worthy. I am worthy. I am worthy. I like that one. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that one? What came to your forefront on that one? Well, I think that answer is influenced by how we define worth, right? And if we define worth in terms of material things, it might mean something to somebody. And we've been, we're products of our environment. We are conditioned by our experiences and that value of what worth might mean to us comes from our experiences. Sometimes we have to undo programming to recognize that worth is really us individually as a soul or a spirit um, and a human, a human Mm -hmm. on a planet with a lot of other species. And worth could just mean I connect with other people in a meaningful way. I love and value my family and friends. I things that you actually have more control over than maybe what your net worth might be in your bank account. Right. Mm-hmm. It depends on how you view it. And sometimes on the material side, we can let scarcity or the lack of something, but there's no lack inside of us. If we can just learn to look inside rather than outside for those symbols of worth and focus on making sure that we surround ourselves with those. I love that. And I agree with you. We can't put a a monitor value of how much we're worth, right? But I am worthy. I went straight to the the name of the show, Reinventing Your Life. You're worthy to reinvent your life, Mm -hmm. listeners. You're worthy to make the choices. You're worthy to choose happiness. You're worthy to reinvent your life. If you're not in a position and you're tired, I mean, April is spring. We're planting seeds. We're, 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 we're springing into action, right? April's here. And to me, I'm all about right now with, um, I'm I, going into a shaman class. I started a shaman class and we're introduced to the snake, the serpent. And the snake is a very powerful, powerful um, source. And it reminds us the snake as it grows, it sheds its skin. So it can grow into its new skin. The patterns don't change. The wounds are still there. Their scars are still there. So it's not changing the appearances on the outside, but what's inside. 
and how powerful that is. And I think right now with spring coming and we're, we're ready to move forward. I think of my skin just being shed off and being able to come through and to that new worthiness of the person I choose to be at this time. Mm -hmm. And so I love that these two affirmations, write these on your, your sticky pads, your iPads. I am worthy and I choose happiness. Mm -hmm. So I appreciate that. I want to go ahead. Well, I just wanted to add that I, I love the, your theme for the month that it was spring and what that conjures up and meets for everybody individually and us collectively from an energy source or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I, the reason I opted pretty quickly to find this spot on your show was because this is the conversations I'm having right now individually, as well as with clients and as well as my community. And that's because I had to admit I was burnt out. I was exhausted. I was depleted and I had low energy and it's only the second quarter of a new year. And how do you fulfill on any promise to yourself or other people if you're in that kind of state? So I've been talking about the importance of resetting and recalibrating and rebuilding, which leads to reinventing. If something's really not working, you don't have to wait till the end of the year to swap it out for something else. You can choose something now. And so whatever holiday you celebrate at this time of year, whether it's Passover or whether it's Easter or other, other faiths have other mm -hmm. holidays. It's all about the season, the season of life, new life. And that means you can have a new life if you want. And I think we allow physical manifestations of limits, whether that's limiting beliefs or scarcity or tolerations or things to hold us when I mean, I had an old boyfriend that used to say that I was somebody that would keep struggling and suffering and hit, my, hit myself over the head with a hammer until I realized that all I had to do was remove my head, <laughs> just had to move my head away from the hammer. And I used to laugh. He always used to have these one-liners about describing me, but that one came true over the recent past because I'm going, no, wait, you don't have to keep doing things the same old way if it's not working for you. Mm -hmm. So this is, you know, plant something, be outside in nature. The days are getting longer. Even if you're in a snowbound part of the country, um, just look for ways to reset, you know, which, you know, you have to look at everything and say, what is it that's working or not, but reset and then get to a place of rebuilding something. And then you have more choice. You have more choice and you can create something that didn't exist before you had that conversation with yourself. Yeah. And I love that because once again, having the conversation with yourself, mm -hmm. right? You're, you're figuring out, I, it's funny. I was talking to my assistant um, and it's, I, you know, it, it, you know, like I love my affirmation. I love my vision boards, the whole thing. And I was a firm, you know, like, oh, it's January, get your, you know, manifest what you want for the new year and this and that. Okay. Can I just say I'm coming clean? You guys, I still have not done my vision board is sitting on my floor right here. <laughs> I haven't finished it either. <laughs> and and it's been interesting because I've been I've been thinking about this for a moment, well for 3 months, going, okay, January, February, March. I'm still hibernating. Those winter seasons, right? I'm still hibernating, kind of figuring out what where do I want to go? What direction do I want to go? And what is it going to look like? 
and what's really important to me this next coming year. And so I've learned a lot the last three months, just kind of sitting and being with it because it's been my mind. I haven't forgotten about it. And then comes spring, like seriously, I have more, more determination, more thought, more direction, more awareness of what's really important in the next, you know, the next part of this year. And to me, my year is going from May to May. I've just decided it's not January, January anymore. My like mine's from May to May. Right. I like that. And, and I've got excitement. Spring is in the air. The sun is out, the whole thing. And so all of a sudden my whole energy around me is now flowing and moving and I'm not stagnant or what, or ebbing. A lot of times we get, I love the water. So a lot of times in the ocean, we're just ebbing back and forth, Right. We haven't come in and built that momentum as we come in crashing onto the beach, but we're ebbing. Right. We're bringing the energy together right? so we can move forward and do the things we want to do. And so, so I think that's really important. Let me ask you a question. Has there been a time in your life where you've set some goals or some intentions for yourself? Mm-hmm. And you, you know, either stated them in language, you know, maybe you wrote them out, maybe they weren't a picture, but you wrote them out, or you just said them, and they actually came to fruition. Oh, yeah. Without the vision board. Yes. So I'm not an app. There's all tools and techniques. We mm-hmm. all have to find the ones that work for us. Mm-hmm. If we beat ourselves up for not completing something, we stall our energy, right? We stall ourselves. But in reality, it's the exercise of articulating it, however you choose to do it. And I'm not about being willy nilly, but I think when you start to strong arm goals and ways to get there, you miss the universe sending you a new possibility. It's not to be shaky or shady about your goals. I have a saying, I've heard it, others say it as well. If you attach too tightly to a specific outcome, you miss the potential for achieving the goal a different way. I love that. I I think vision, I love vision board exercises because it's Mm -hmm. a whole body experience. You got your hands, you got all your senses involved and, but I have them, but if I don't ever look at it again, there's something else in my tapes that's causing me to still fulfill on it. Right. Mm -hmm. Yes. Do I need another picture on my vision board to be healthy and well, right? Mm -hmm. Do I need another picture on another vision board about having financial freedom? Do I, do I need that? Or am I pretty clear what my, what my, my intentions are, my priorities are. And so I think it's a great exercise. I think it works for a lot of people. If it, if it doesn't work for you and maybe it doesn't work for you in January, maybe the time. And I, you know, I'll be honest, I was doing a strategy session with one of my coaches and um hey hold your thought for a moment we're gonna go into break listeners stay tuned we're going to break and we'll be right back because we're on a roll right now (laughs) we'll be right back after this message your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. 
Everyone knows a realtor. A seasoned realtor, Karen Wright, has the experience and the knowledge of this crazy market. Whether you are a first-time homeowner, downsizing, or divorced, Karen understands the importance of easing the pressure for her clients. A hands-on realtor, Karen has been known to paint rooms, box up toys, bring food to her exhausted clients, and even help them find movers and cleaners to help simplify the process. She reminds her clients to take a deep breath and trust in her. For your next real estate needs, remember Karen Wright at Realty Path Summit. Visit yourbestmoveyet.net. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa. Play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. The book Now or Never, Shine Baby Shine, is authored by number one international best-selling author Karen Wright. Karen's book invites readers to learn and grow through every aspect of her life. She invites all who have experienced any loss in their life to take time, read, and feel her words as she opens her soul page after page. Through each twist and turn of her journey, Karen invites her readers to heal and become the person you are truly meant to be. Find your truth, live now, and shine. Visit shinenowornever.com or look for the book on amazon.com. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Now or Never, The Choice is Yours. To connect with the program today, please call us at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, the address is karen at shinenowornever.com. Let's get back to this week's show. Here again is Karen Wright. Listeners, welcome back. Before we went into break, Terry was talking, we were talking about how my new how my year starts May. I just decided that. And about manifesting boards and vision boards and goal setting and dream setting and things like that. And Tara is about to share something with us, um, but before she does, I want to um, remind my listeners that you can go to Amazon and buy my book, Now or Never, Shine Baby Shine. It's an international bestseller. You can buy it on Amazon, um, Barnes & Noble's Target, Walmart, and it's now on Audible. And so it's pretty cool. So that's so I'm super excited about that. There's something else I want to share with you. I want to just give you a little background because Tara has this passion and I want you to understand why. She is the founder and president of um, Kefi. Did I say that right? Kefi Coaching. She's an executive coach, mentor, speaker, author, avid golfer, and activist for women and girls. Her mission is to help female leaders, business owners, and professionals navigate career and life transitions in the second half of their life to have more freedom, fulfillment, and peace of mind. So listeners, I wanted to bring that into you because you can feel the passion, you can hear it in her voice, and there is a reason why. Tara has done amazing things in her life. It's like her bio is like two pages. I'm not even reading all of it. We're going to talk about some of these things. 
but she's she like she said the beginning of her life it was all about making things happen she wasn't enjoying things you know her boyfriend was telling her hey you keep hitting your head on the hammer maybe move your hand your head or drop the hammer one or the other right like make the change you want to do to have that happiness and so I want you to let's dive deep a little bit into what you're talking talking with before we went into the break about the vision boards and how all of us work differently and um go for it well and I I mean it was a, a small point but um I did a strategy session in a coaching forum and we were looking at vision boards and a lot of people were doing them digitally and they were using a tool like Canva to kind of create a mosaic and that just didn't work for me and it stalled me and it got me stuck. So it's having some kind of an awareness of what you need to help you stay focused on the things that are important to you. And it may or may not be the tool that somebody else uses. And so, you know, I ended up, paying for Canva because I wanted the pro version for several months before I realized I was never going to go back in there and do it. I just digitally, I have resistance. I'm more of a relationship person. I'm more of a people person. I want to have a conversation with somebody. I want to, you know, you know, print things out and read them. I mean, that's just the generation that I'm part of. And so new tools and techniques should be tried, but they may not necessarily work for you just because they work for somebody else. Yeah. No, and I appreciate you sharing that because a lot of people are thinking they have to do it the certain way. They are, there is no right way to do a vision board. It's all about you and what's right for you. So Kefi coaching, what what prompted you? Kefi, Kefi, Kefi. Yeah, no, it's Kefi. Kefi. Yeah. I mean, when, I, when I look back on it, you know, there's, First of all, there's a divine right order to things. You just might be the last person to know it. Um, I intentionally chose Kefi because I'm half Greek and Kefi is the Greek word for passion. So my original um, gestation, if you will, of my logo and task tagline was Kefi coaching. And it's all about passion. Right. And, you know, I have, I'm a movie buff and all my favorite Greek movies, you know, always talked about Kefi and you don't have any Kefi and, you know, how do you, so that became the name. And then uh, the dragonfly was very significant and I hadn't even dreamt that I would be starting a business at that time. Um, I had, I had retired really young. I went to work right out of high school. I entered the workforce right out of high school. I earned both my degrees while I worked full-time for a telephone company out here, a regional telephone company. Um, I exploited every possible opportunity that you could have as an entrepreneur navigating that business. And I retired very young, too young to actually call myself retired and not work and contribute. And, but I ended up contracting for a while and then I ended up going back to work for somebody else. And the summer of 2006, I was getting ready. I've always volunteered in parallel with everything that I did. So I always Mm -hmm. had great networks and great leadership opportunities that m- blended and married with the, the official responsibilities I got from corporate America. Um, and I was about ready to complete a national board of directors for my golf association. And I was in this place of, well, now what's next? Like now, now what do I do now that this thing is all played out? And um, at that time, my husband was in remission for cancer And I naively and unsuspectingly thought that that meant green light. Didn't really, you know, probably in retrospect, if I look back on that phase of our life during his remission, 
I regret that I may not have utilized all the time as well as I could have mm-hmm. knowing what I was soon to learn. Mm-hmm. But in that December 06 time period, he was retired, enjoying his retirement, which was great. Um, he was in remission, so he had good health. And I was thinking, I don't want to do this job anymore. I'm driving an hour back and forth doing something that I really feel I was destined to do something else. I'm, I'm, I, I really don't want to do this anymore. And uh, he didn't want me to touch my retirement. It was still too soon to. So you take on that other person, that significant person's anxiety about money or whatever that means. And uh, I started, I re-engaged with my original coach. And she asked the question, well, I don't know your situation that well. She said, but can't you, can't you just, you know, tap into some of your money and create a space so you can take the summer off and really do the work that you need to do to think about what you want to do next in your life. I mean, I had started that work before, made a little bit of progress, stalled, probably had done it a couple of times, but now we're, I don't want to do this work anymore. I don't want to be here anymore. And here was the situation. And so she coached me and how to get my husband more comfortable with that. And um, we ended up seeing my financial advisor and he was very quick to say, how much money do you need and how much do you want? Because from my seat, I watched too many people never spend their money, never enjoy their retirement, never do what they want to do. And then it's too late. If I can help you do what you want to do, whatever that is for you, I'm here to make that happen. So he was able to give us the information we needed to be able to replace some of my income without a lot of penalties and fees because I was still Mm -hmm. too young. And I started an exit strategy to leave that job, to actually go into what was going to be next for me. Um, uh, What ended up happening is two weeks before I left that job, we learned he had a reoccurrence. So my first day off work was not taking a summer off to play and think about what I really wanted to aspire to be. Mm -hmm. I grew up. I was going to be his caregiver for a year and a half and made that the project really of my life. And so where I can say I may have had some regrets and it's spilt milk now looking backwards from Mm -hmm. that time, the time that I spent in that year and a half, I have no regrets because I was already off work. That whole thing at all, that, that automatic pilot had already set by the time it was time for me to leave. All I had to do was pick up my purse take my diploma off the wall and walk out the door. And it was unfortunate. I mean, we played golf. We went on a retreat for a weekend and then his treatment started. So well, it's crazy. I just want to throw in here, like the universe prepared you to be able to be in a situation where you could take care of your husband. Right. And it wasn't what you had thought was going to happen, right. but the steps are there. You right. did the groundwork to be ready to be able to leave and be there. And what a miracle and a gift for you. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love how the universe will manifest well, things like that when, when we're not looking for them, like you said, some things just happen. Well, and I don't know about children, you may know, but I believe adults learn better by being inexperienced, like being on the court or being inside the ropes or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And this, you know, year and a half or whatever it took while I was being caregiver, I got to really experience being in the present and really experience the value of time and the value of relationships and whatever had gone on before that. I think I insulated myself from some of that deep work 
And so there were no regrets. It was a sad thing, but it was, there were, there were no real regrets around it. And so I never thought about being a business owner. I never thought about what was going to happen. When that happened, it happens down the road. It doesn't happen right then and there. But Kefi was always a big part of my heritage and growing up around uh, Kefi. And then the other significant symbol getting ready for my business is the dragonfly. And that's because in in my personal situation, um, my husband uh, had lost his first wife also to melanoma. So they both died of melanoma within a few years of each other. Mm. She passed in 92. He passed in 08. And they had two daughters who I had the pleasure of knowing longer than they knew their birth mom because I met them when they were teenagers. Um, But now they were, you know, in their early 30s with no parents except for me. And I have no children, natural children of my own. So I made it, a, you know, not again, just this clarity. I had no question we were going to do this. They weren't in relationships. I didn't know when they would be. I, they were, I could feel they were looking towards me like, like what, what now? Or like I say, you know, from now, what to what now? And I made up, I'd let them know that we're going to get through this first year of firsts, these anniversaries together. That could have been selfish, but my, we were going to create, my goal was to create a relationship with them and a new definition of family that hadn't really existed prior to that. So what happened on our first, Jim passed in late October. So Thanksgiving was our first holiday. And my youngest stepdaughter was living in uh, Bend, Oregon at the time. And she had already decided she wanted to move home and didn't want to be that far away from her sister and I. So she was going to be coming to live with me. But we went there for the weekend and we spent the Thanksgiving weekend up there. And in the course of doing Friday after Thanksgiving shopping in this really cute boutique little town, my oldest stepdaughter says, you know, we should all get tattoos to commemorate our, our trip, right? Mm-hmm. And I think in retrospect, she didn't think we both just turned to her and said, okay, right? Right. And I don't think she believed it. And then through the course of the afternoon, we were at a stoplight and I looked up and there was artistic tattoo studio. And I said, well, if we're ever going to do it, sounds like that's the perfect tee up for us going (laughs) to do it. And so the experience of that first outing with just the three of us was to go into this tattoo shop. I said, if I, I look, it's a no brainer. I can put a deposit down for each of us. We've got appointments on Saturday. We can have some fun with this. And we spent that day looking for symbols that we were going to use. And my process of the symbol led me to the dragonfly. And the dragonfly was a symbol that it read the idea of it being the oldest, one of the oldest prehistoric creatures on the planet, and that it metamorphosizes itself just like a butterfly does. Mm -hmm. And that it's a symbol of transformation became my totem, if you will, that eventually when I did start my business in 2013, those two symbols came together to define kind of the path that I was on um, to get to deciding that my post-retirement career was going to be helping others through my experiences and the experiences that I learned working with other people about transformation and change and that you can create anything at any time if you are really intentional about it. Yeah. And I love that. But, but that's the symbols are really key. Yeah. And I agree with that. And that I love Kathy with the passion and the dragonfly, you know, my connection with the dragonflies is just, it's my love symbol for my daughter, Kalina, who passed away. 
at her cemetery, there's dragonflies all over the day of the funeral services. And so it's just something, and they're all over. And it just reminds me how important life is and transforming and becoming and doing that. And I invite listeners, I invite you, if you've had people who've passed um, that you were so close to, look into nature. What reminds you of that person or call to them and just say, hey, show me a sign. Give me something to look at. And it can be, you know, a beautiful sunflower or it can be a dragonfly or it can be whatever. And it's crazy how those the dragonfly comes to me all the time, all the time, whether it's on a billboard or when I'm doing real estate, I'm showing homes and there's a dragonfly on a pillow. I'm, I'm looking at my bars going, this is the house. Like I already know it. Like things like that happen all the time to me. And I think that's so important. And awareness, awareness is so important, people, that we listen into and we're we we just being in the moment and just aware of when you're driving, what's around you. People walking, the clouds, the sky, this just being aware, getting out of your head for a moment and being aware of what is around you. We've got like a minute before we go into our next break. What were you going to say? Really, I just wanted to to comment on in retro. You know, hindsight's twenty twenty. So looking back, you know, you can see anything. And you know, where I'm kind of at in my life journey right now, I've got fewer days ahead than behind me. So I'm going to make sure that I've got urgency and priority. So all of that becomes a little bit clearer. But in looking back, you know, what I realized is my preparation for being in control or charge of that caregiving started back in high school in my ability to create things mm-hmm. for myself in my life. And whether that was my early career or my later career, or I mean, you, there's 10,000 hours for everybody around how you bring those skills and tools to the current experience that you're experiencing. And that's the process that I used every step of the way throughout my whole life. That's what I used with Jim. That's what I used with creating a life for myself and my stepdaughters after you know, he was no longer physically here. And that's the work that I do with my clients. And I think that's really important to do. And I love the fact that you shared that. Listeners, make sure you, Tara has so much information. She's full of wisdom. And our relationship, we're getting ready to go on break, but we met in January at a speaker's retreat. And I was laughing because when we first got in before we went live, it was like, we became soul sisters. It's like, we just gravitated together. I'm like, oh, I love her. I love her knowledge. I love the way she acts. I love her point of view. I love how her experiences in life and where she's been and what she's done. And a lot of our things we've crossed paths, like things we've experienced, you know, with loss and and stuff like that. And the dragonflies and the passions, just the passion. So we're going to go into break. When we come right back, we're going to deep dive. Yeah, I cannot believe we're almost over in this hour goes too quick for us sometimes. Um, Stay tuned. We'll be right back after this message. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. The book Now or Never, Shine Baby Shine, is authored by number one international best-selling author Karen Wright. Karen's book invites readers to learn and grow through every aspect of her life. She invites all who have experienced any loss in their life to take time, read, and feel her words as she opens her soul page after page. Through each twist and turn of her journey, Karen invites her readers to heal and become the person you are truly meant to be. 
Find your truth. Live now and shine. Visit shinenowornever.com or look for the book on amazon.com. Where can you listen to some of the world's top life coaches ready to dish out success tips and entrepreneurial guidance? The Voice America Empowerment Channel will do just that. Whether it's personal growth, building a better business, or inspirational life stories, make it a daily habit to tune into our programs. From weight loss and personal branding to law of attraction and increased happiness, you'll find it every day at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Everyone knows a realtor. A seasoned realtor, Karen Wright, has the experience and the knowledge of this crazy market. Whether you are a first-time homeowner, downsizing, or divorced, Karen understands the importance of easing the pressure for her clients. A hands-on realtor, Karen has been known to paint rooms, box up toys, bring food to her exhausted clients, and even help them find movers and cleaners to help simplify the process. She reminds her clients to take a deep breath and trust in her. For your next real estate needs, remember Karen Wright at Realty Path Summit. Visit yourbestmoveyet.net. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are listening to Now or Never, The Choice is Yours. To connect with the program today, please call us at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, the address is karen at shinenowornever.com. Let's get back to this week's show. Here again is Karen Wright. Listeners, welcome back. Um, for During break, we're talking about tattoos, and I'm like, Tara, where's your tattoo? I, I don't think I ever saw the dragonfly. And hers is up on her shoulder. And I have a tat that's right underneath on the side, underneath my armpit on this side. And she goes, is it a dragonfly? And I'm like, no, but that's on my list to do. So I want to do a dragonfly. And then my little, my grandson, he says, I got it. I got it. I got it. And it's so funny because I write all over my mirrors. I got this. I got this. And he says, I got it. And so that is something that my daughter just put on her wrist. I got it with a W. So we remember no matter where you're at life, what journey you're on or what's going on, you got this or Mm -hmm. I got it. At the end of the day, it's about you and your happiness and you choosing to be worthy. You choosing to decide what you want. And in your coaching style, in your coaching career, Explain to my listeners what your coaching style is and and what you offer for your clients. Well, you know, I mean, this has been a process. Like I said, I started my business, the process of starting a business in 2013. And it wasn't until 2014 that I was just exclusively working on coaching. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've tried a few things. You know, I've, I've done some workshops. I've done some group programs. I've done some things. But my preference is to work privately with clients. And that's been my focus uh, since COVID. Obviously, that was the reaction. So I've been focusing exclusively on private clients. Um, and, you know, obviously relationship marketing is, you know, meeting people. And I get a lot of, you know, clients from referrals or people that know me. Um, and again, career and life transition, it could be somebody that wants to leave a job, wants to figure out what their last job is going to be. Maybe they got fired and they're not sure what's going to happen next. I do work mm-hmm. with those. I've worked with cancer survivors. I've worked with people that recognize that 
having a partner, accountability partner that can help them with their thinking and their thought processes so that they can move forward. And so my process is really a discovery process and it's, I do, it's in two parts. So there's a strategy and planning piece, and then there's a guidance and support piece and it works best together. And in most case, most coaches would tell you that you need to have at least six months to see the transformation that you're looking for. Because most of us on our loan on our own can come up with some kind of an awareness, but I pride myself on really helping to turn chaos into order and listening for questions that aren't being said. So I'm, I've been told that I'm a great listener and I'm Mm -hmm. able to ask questions that cause people to think about things that they hadn't thought before. So what you do, you do, I'm just cutting and you do. When we had our little powwow in Napa, you do. And I love that about you. So, so I mean, it's a partnership and it's a collaborative problem solving process in the awareness mm-hmm. stage of discovering what's working, what's not working, looking at what do you want to put in place and what would that maybe look like? And then making some plans about how you're going to go about doing that. Mm-hmm. There has to be commitment around it. Uh, clarity, you know, and what you want makes it a lot easier to say no to things. So it's reminding the client that, they, you know, this was what their commitment was, making sure that something hasn't come up to change that. But if you're committed about that, are your actions in alignment with what you said you wanted to create for yourself? Because that's where it gets messy. And most of us, including myself, are not comfortable getting it wrong, being messy, forgiving ourselves, being patient, whatever. Mm-hmm. So having somebody there to help you when you take two steps forward and you're going to take a step back to have some resilience or have some, you know, permission to not beat yourself up about it or think you're a bad person or a weak person or an undisciplined person. The experiential learning is going to mean that it's not going to be easy. It's going to be hard and there's going to be distractions and tolerations. So I'm constantly looking and I work with my coaches on this too. Why did you choose that? Was it self-sabotage? Is that something that's really more important than great? Let's make a promise around that. But why are you doing it? So this interactive implementation thing is really key. And mm-hmm. I'm, I don't always know what's going to come out on the other end. Uh, one of the ones that was most inspiring for me was a client that was a business owner who had mentioned years prior that she needed to get ready to exit her business. And mm-hmm. how was she going to do that? And I just kept following up. It wasn't, you know, just because I genuinely cared about her and her family and what was going on. And at some point she said, you know what, I need to hire you. You know, she'd been working with a broker. It was stalled. It wasn't happening. Okay, great. So we met, we put together a strategy and in retrospect, we had a six month engagement. She thought that at the end of six months, she would have a plan, a better plan on how to sell her business, you know, for the price that she wanted and to get on with living her life, which was to have more time freedom and to be able to have more leisure in her life. Right. Mm -hmm. And um, it turned out that because of the work that we did, which it was pretty creative, there was connections made. I facilitated some team meetings with her to help her make some decisions I helped her with her communication around lawyer emails and, you know, buyers. I mean, we worked all of that through together. And the reality is in December, she had a letter of intent. And by the end of the year, she had a check in hand for what she wanted. And, and by 
first two weeks in January, she's skiing in Utah. She's with me. It really happened. But I mean, I can't tell you what's going to happen. I just know that the process works and whatever's going to show up, shows up, up, right? Right. Well, and I think that's it. You had the process, but at the end of the day, sorry, my foot itches. At the end of the day, you have choices. The choice is not you as the coach. Choice is your client and what they choose to do. So how can, and I don't want to forget this before we're out of time, how can someone get a hold of you if you can share your contact information and then you have a, like a little giveaway or a freebie or something you want to share with people, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I, and I would encourage you to check out my website. It's tirajarvis.com. I have some things on there that might be of interest to you. I have a, a couple of um, free resources. One is an ebook on you know, your transformation journal. So it's a pretty extensive piece of work that really walks you through. If you're a self-paced person, um, walks you through my process with Mm -hmm. some guides and exercises and things. And then before COVID started, I did a three-part audio program, which is on the fulfillment formula, which is something that I created, which is if I've learned anything in my lifetime thus far, it's that the answers are inside and that you can be very successful meeting outside expectations of yourself, but you still might not be fulfilled or happy or have joy. And that's because it's disconnected possibly from what your inner authentic voice is kind of telling you. So the fulfillment formula talks about how you might reconnect, you know, with yourself. I mean, I've learned a lot since I produced that. I really downplayed energy, which has been my topic this year because mm-hmm. I'm really looking to how to restore energy, but, but it's in there. But the one I want to talk to everybody about is I do offer a complimentary session. So I'm offering my transformation breakthrough session. You know, if you happen to be frustrated, if you're depleted and you want to, you're tired of just taking action and having it not really get any traction or do anything, this could be for you. And in a pretty quick time frame, we get some clarity I'd get a clear path and a simple plan, at least in one area of your life, how to create something so you can practice the techniques that I use. And then you'll have some certainty around the a next right, right action that you can take. And so you do that on my website as well under free session. So under the free resources, those other two are there, but the free session one is where you would fill out a little uh, questionnaire. I'll get pinged on that and then we'll schedule something. And, uh, you know, 30, 45 minutes, uh, we can create a breakthrough. And then you'll get to practice or experience what that process of discovery and me listening and asking questions and you delving a little bit deeper, really coming away with what is it that would bring you some joy right now? If you, if you could have it, you know, I always say wave a magic wand and have something that you want. And, you know, I think, I think it can really work. Um, Obviously Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram are my social platforms. I do a transformation Tuesday, Facebook live out there where I usually give some tips and things like that. So follow me on Facebook and I'm creating some pretty big new things. So I would encourage anybody that's interested in this topic or interested in my journey and how that might help you as a guide. um, Love to be able to connect with you uh, any way that seems feasible for you and uh, see how we can make that work. Listeners, I always invite you to please go contact my guests. They're here for you. They're they're full of knowledge, understanding, wisdom. They have resources. They've they've gone through it. Other people have gone through it and they've had success with it. So please, please, please take the time and, and reach out to her. 
Now we've got a couple minutes before. Um, I just say one. I just want yeah. to make sure if there's a listener out there. So when we started, you know, yeah, I work with primarily women leaders in the second half of their life. And that's because that's where I'm at. And um, there's some affinity there, but the processes that I use can be used for anybody. The, the advantage when you have some experience is that you do have some urgency about fixing something. Um, and so I just want to leave it open. If, if it's something that I said resonated with you, uh, please don't hesitate to have a call. If it's not me, I'll refer you to somebody that I think uh, could be maybe a better fit for you. But um, the, the, the issue is to say yes. Say yes. Say yes. And I appreciate you pointing that out. I also want to say this, even though you work with women second half of their lives because of your experience and what you've been through, you can help those younger generational people not make the same mistakes or learn from what you've gone through. So they better understand the possibility of the bigger picture and what that can look like for that. So I really think that the wisdom and knowledge that we've gone through through experiences of life really helps the younger generation. Mm -hmm. So remember that listeners, it's not about the age. It's not about second half of your life. If you're like just starting in fresh, reach out to those who are experienced, who have the hard, hard knocks of life. We've been there, we've done it, but we've come through it on the other side. Before we just go ahead. I wanted to say that, um, you know, as a society, we've been for some time, pretty ageist, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, if we could learn to respect our elders for their experiences, there's some benefit there, but I work with a lot of people. I mean, my, a lot of my vendors and service providers are younger people because I like their fresh perspective and how relevant they are and whatever. So it's a marriage of everybody's experiences and vantage points. And then you just own all the choices and decisions that you make on your own. So. And I love that. We've got just a minute left, but I want, I would love you to just to share one word of advice to our listeners. What's something that they can take away that kind of what we've talked about today? Well, it's related. If you're stuck and frustrated in any area of your life, sometimes it just takes breaking away so that you can get some clear perspective because listening there, you have the answers and they just need to be brought out. And sometimes we get distracted around clutter and unhealthy conversations and stressful jobs and no time. So we get on these treadmills that don't allow us to do that. So you've got to break free to be able to see that, but that anything is possible. If you can get some clarity in your space to look for how else would you like it? And then recognize that if any area of your life's in breakdown, whether it's health, if it's your money, uh, if it's your career, whatever, that a breakdown has no value judgments, no personality conflict. It's just insufficient action to fulfill on something that you promised yourself. So just dust yourself off and take the next right action that you can take to move that forward. I love that. Thank you. Listeners have clarity. And if you're not reach out to Tara, she will help you with all of it. Remember our two affirmations for today. I choose happiness and I am worthy. The breath is a gift of life. Choose now and live. Remember, this world is not for sissies. We are here to experience our own story as we each walk our personal journeys. Have an amazing day and thank you for choosing to be here now. Until next week, sending you all love and light. Bye. Thanks, Karen. Thanks. 
Thank you for sharing your time with us. Now or never, The Choice is Yours can be heard live every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We hope you'll join us again soon. 